Come on, let's lift up the name of Jesus Christ. There is none other in heaven or on earth. Welcome to another episode of Hope in Christ with Denise. Here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast, where we place our hope in the only hope there is, Christ our Lord. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. I am your host, Pastor Denise and Walker, founder of Hope in Christ Ministries, and we welcome you back to today's show. Here at Hope in Christ, we are healthy, overcomers, purpose, and we maintain an eternal perspective with our focus on Christ our Lord. So let's begin with a word of prayer, and then we'll begin another amazing show. Heavenly Father, we thank you yet again for this platform. We thank you, O oh God, for what you're doing, what you're about to do, and what you have yet to do in our lives. We thank you, Lord God, for your speaker of the hour. We thank you, Lord God, for those that are listening, that they would come into hope. The only hope there is in Christ our Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influences Broadcast. We are here again with another phenomenal author, another phenomenal Christian author that is here to tell us about his journey as an author and more about himself and what God is doing in his life. His name is Mr. J.K. Weller, and he is here to share God's vision with us, his vision that he has given unto him. And so we're going to welcome him. And Mr. J.K., can you please introduce yourself? Okay, uh, Pastor Denise, thank you so much for inviting me to be on your program. By the way, I go by Jim. I use the JK as part of my pen name. Um, but in everyday normal life where I live, I go by Jim, and so that'll be really good. Uh, listen, I've been uh, privileged in, in my life to have several different careers, if you will. I drove truck for a few years. I was a firefighter for 18 years. And then my wife and I joined a Christian mission, Wycliffe Bible Translators, if you and your, and your listeners are familiar with that organization. Uh, I need to hasten to add that neither my wife nor I are translators, but we served in in support roles to that really great organization uh, for five, uh, five years of our 19 years in Wycliffe uh, we were stationed in Brazil and then because we couldn't get visas to get back into the country uh, we were located at the organization's international headquarters just outside of Dallas Texas and uh, while there, we traveled quite extensively. I was doing management training for the organization, and so God sent us to a variety of countries in Africa and Asia and South America and 
and uh, uh, the the Pacific Islands. And so we got around quite a bit, and we got to see a lot of of our world and to experience the variety of cultures. And it in itself was just a, you know, it was an advanced degree experience in itself, just getting to do that. And we just, we treasure those times that we had. Not always easy. <laughs> a lot of times it was quite difficult, but we really treasure those times. And out of that, uh, oh, while I... While we were doing that, then I went back to college and got my bachelor's degree and then followed it right up with a master's degree as well. And so after resigning from Wycliffe, having spent 19 years in that organization, um, I started teaching then with a fine Christian university in Oregon called George Fox University. And I got to teach in a specific program called a degree completion program. And one of the courses I used to get to teach was uh, labeled effective writing. And it had a specific purpose. And that purpose was to help students. All of the students in that particular program were adults, are adults, and they have real life experiences. And we recognize the value of those experiences, that they could be equally as valuable as learning from a textbook. And so students were allowed, once they entered in the program, to write papers that would uh, validate uh, some of their life experiences and what they learned from those things. We used to tell them we give credit for for demonstrating the value of the experience, not just for the experience itself. And so they would write about that experience, list their learning outcomes from the experience, and then end up those papers uh, telling about how they have or how they plan in the future to apply what was learned to their lives now in ho at home, in their work environment or in church or wherever it might be. And so that was really a neat experience to get to to uh, walk students through that. And I would always end up, uh, when I was in the classroom uh, I, with them doing this, I would always end up asking, now who's going to go on with their writing? Now realize this wasn't a creative writing course. It, it had a specific purpose. And so, I, I, but I wanted to encourage them to take what they had learned through that little course and move on in, in their writing lives. And uh, I got some really interesting uh, responses to that question. But inevitably, they would turn that back on me and say, okay, Jim, how are you going to continue to use the writing? And I would say something to them like, someday I'm going to write a book that's going to be uh, kind of a character-driven book. And it's, it, I hope it will be the kind of book that, that uh, young people and older people alike 
would want to pick up and read uh, to see about uh, a young person's journey. Well, as I started writing that book after uh, finishing with George Fox, um, well, actually, I started it while I was still with George Fox, I guess, um, I, it, it morphed into something other than just character development. It morphed into a story about a young man's uh, journey to finding faith, to placing trust in God. And so I, it just really became much more than what I had started out for it to be. But I'm pleased about the journey that God led me through in order to be able to write this book. It's taken far too long. Um, as a matter of fact, my publisher and my family are telling me that I need to write at least a sequel, if not a trilogy. And so that's in the works right now. I'm beginning to to write uh, uh, the plot for the follow-up to this particular story. Um, I, what, what else would you like to hear, Pastor? That was awesome. That was awesome. Yes, you um, you did share about your book. And can you tell us the title? I don't think you mentioned the title of it. And just the, you told us the theme, and but you didn't tell us the title. And is it what's the genre? Is it for youth, or is just um, just in general? Yeah, the title of the book is Flying Solo, and it uh, the theme. It truly does follow on that. Uh, the theme comes out of some of my own life experiences. I guess one thing I failed to mention is that uh, I also, uh, especially during the years that I was in the fire department, I did a lot of flying, and I became a flight instructor. And so I've had quite a bit of experience yeah, regarding the the whole flying scene and so that that became the 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 nugget if you will for this story for me um it is listed as uh young adult christian uh those who have read it my beta readers and and uh, editors have said it really has a much broader audience appeal than uh, simply young adult but I'll leave that up to the readers, whether it has uh, appealed appeal to those beyond. But, uh, yeah, that's what it says, young adult fiction, uh, Christian, excuse me. Oh, wow, that sounds like something I would love to read as well. I'm a, um, currently a middle school teacher, and um, I'm sure that will be something wonderful. I love reading um, the YA books, and so I would love to check that one out as well. I do have a couple other questions for you. Um, are you planning, I know you mentioned possibly doing um, a second book, but are you planning any other projects? Has writing sparked anything else that you would like to do in the future? Yeah, um, like I said, and you and you mentioned, I am planning this uh, a trilogy based on this. We're calling the book series, uh, um, course corrections. 
Um, and beyond that, I don't have firm plans, but there are ideas floating around in the back of my memory and my, you know, as I think about this. Yeah, I think I could do some writing on the on firefighting, bring in some some neat stories uh, from my history with that as well. Uh, potentially even as a missionary, you know, living overseas. Uh, what a what a rich and valuable experience that was to uh, live in other cultures and to realize, um, you know, the worldview that we hold isn't necessarily the worldview others hold around the world. Unless, of course, they're believers in Christ. And then I think we have a, a, a single worldview as, as Christians. That may be too finite, I don't know. But cer- certainly, uh, you know, the focus of, of one's life on Christ, I think, unifies us and brings us together. But o- other than that, uh, getting to experience all of those other cultures was just very, very rich. And, um, you know, I could see how I could potentially uh, write some stories based on that as well, yes. Wow, wow, wow. And and if, this is not one of the questions I had written down, but I, this just popped in my head. Have you thought about or... Would it be possible that maybe one day you would do, because um, when you start talking about the missionary one, that you would do maybe a picture book of what missionary work is like for little kids? That just popped in my head. I don't know why, but I just wanted to ask that question. Well, that's a that's an interesting concept. Wow. I haven't thought about that, but I'll have to give some thought to that pastor that you know that that could be really interesting couldn't it to um present that to kids and uh help them to see the value that uh if god is is laying that on their heart that it's that it's truly something worthy of considering and to give it more than just, ooh, that's scary going to different countries and so forth. Um, yeah, it can be, but it doesn't have to be either, you know. Uh, the, incidentally, that's one of the things that Mary and my my wife and I really appreciate about Wycliffe Bible Translators is they thoroughly prepared us for going uh, overseas. You know, it wasn't just like, okay, we need you to go to this country or that country. They prepared us, prepared us in advance and and told us to watch for and what to watch out for and how to um, be with people in that uh, culture and all those things that were so helpful to us uh, as we experienced those the various opportunities that we had. Yes, I think that would be wonderful because, I mean, I think when I was even heard about missionary work, that's one of my thoughts. And I know kids, they they have this view of, okay, that would be uncomfortable, but I think if they would really see it in that 
light from that perspective that Jesus said, go into all the world and, and yeah. minister the gospel. And so yeah. um, that would be, I think that would be really awesome. I do have a, uh, another question, um, and I always ask this question just because um, we're talking about Christ. But the question is, what advice would you give to someone being a missionary, or have you given advice to someone who just would not, they don't believe in God, they don't accept um, the fact that we were created by someone greater? What advice would you give or have you given to someone? That doesn't uh, accept Christ, you mean, as as the Son of God? Is, I'm, I'm not sure I, I, I know what you want me to respond to there, Pastor. Um, yes, um, someone who would, they don't believe in God at all. They just don't believe in, you know, when we talk about Christ or anything, dealing with anything of someone greater, they just don't accept it. What advice yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I deal with that a little bit in this book, Flying Solo, um, because my protagonist, main character, Chris, uh, experiences some things uh, in the story that lead him to believe that you know, maybe there isn't a God, or if there is a God, is it worthy of following a person that would allow those things to happen? Or or he even thinks maybe God causes some of the bad things to happen that he's experienced. And uh, the advice that I wrote into the book, um, others came alongside him. And they shared about their love of God with him. You know, not in a preachy way, not telling him, uh, do this or you're certainly headed for or that burning place, you know, but just to share with him and to be God's voice in that moment. And so I think that's what we as Christians can best do personally when we're one-to-one with another person and they're just doubting, is to share God's Word, again, not in a preachy way, but to share about God's love for them and assure them that God loves them. Um, And, you know... Uh, yeah, John fourteen seven. Um, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I, and I love um, how C.S. Lewis put that. You know, in in reflecting on that passage, he said something to the effect that um, that Christ is either who he says he was. Or he's a lunatic, or he's a liar. We can't have it both ways, that Christ is a really good person, but uh, eh, I can't accept what he says, that he is the way uh, to the Father, to heaven. Uh, And so, um, 
you know, I I believe that. I I think that's one of the absolutes in in Christendom. To me, at least, it is that that Christ is our way uh, to salvation. Yes, I totally agree. That's the um, mission of Hope in Christ. Actually, is uh, to know that the only hope is Christ. There's no other hope um, because yeah. hope is not hope without Christ. And so, uh, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I, my prayer is that people will come to know Him. Those people that do doubt. Um, and I, I do have another question. Who has been, and I know you mentioned C.S. Lewis. I love him as well. But who is your um, greatest inspiration as a Christian writer, someone who you really love and you, um, they inspired you, actually? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, there's, there's a couple of people. One of them is, is um, a person that I most most of us haven't heard about that uh, was a good friend that shared this author with me uh, uh henry j m nowan he was uh, a catholic priest um but he he wrote just um lots and lots of books i forget how many books that uh, henry nowan wrote but they were all on living the christian life um one of my absolute favorites of Henry Nowens is In the Name of Jesus. And at that point in his life, which he died at uh, much too young, he was 62 years old when, when Henry passed. But uh, before he passed, he had been working with a, a home for people that... Um, were physically, mentally handicapped in ways. And he tells uh, in the beginning of this book about a young guy who came to him, and he was really a handicapped individual. And he wanted desperately to go with Henry on one, one of his speaking engagements. And so Henry made the arrangements, and he took him along with him. And it was, as I recall the story, it was a setting where it was kind of a bank, banquet setting. And so Henry was the main speaker at this banquet. And, and afterwards, uh, after Henry spoke, this young guy stood up and he said, I want to say something. And, and I forget what the young man's words were. But afterwards... Uh, the young man came to Henry again, and he says, we did it, didn't we, Henry? We did it. And that was so profound, you know, that, that Henry allowed this young man to say whatever it was that he said in front of that large group of people. And Henry saw the value of us being unit in in unity and doing this together in working for Christ together you know and and it just it was powerful for me uh, he's written many many books as i've said i have one right here the inner voice of love and so henry has been very impactful in in re reading through 
a number of his books. It's just been helpful to me in fine-tuning, if you will, my walk with Christ and in getting at some of those things. Another writer that I that I really like, although his writings are are um, um, rather than just kind of devotional like, they're very deep, and that's uh, John Piper. And I thought I had his book right here. I can't seem to put my fingers on it right now, so I can't give you the the title of the book. But John writes on just a very, very deep theological level, uh, so deep that I kind of have to read just a couple of three pages of John's writings and then put it down and, and try to digest what I've read and pick it up again later at, at another time. But just very, um, you know, very deep stuff. J.I. Packer is another author that, excuse me, that I just, I love his writing. Um, Chuck Swindoll. Um, you know, he has written such good, uh, faith-moving uh, uh, words for us to uh, not only read but heed and, and really pay attention to, to what he's got to say to us. I, those, those are some of the authors, that, Christian authors, that I enjoy. Oh, you said one of my favorites, and that was Pastor John Piper. I, I actually have one of his books on my nightstand, and it's titled The Satisfied Soul. And um, when I, I think I got it out of the Lifeway Christian Bookstore, and I'm like, you're right. When he, when he, you read what he's written, you're like, wait, okay, I have to, okay, I just need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> what he has written because he is very deep. I try to listen to his podcast and listen to him teaching. I'm like, whoa, the way he he teaches is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He certainly is. Yeah, uh, you know, another. I can't say that I've read any of his books, but we enjoy. Uh, listening to Charles Stanley before we go to church Sunday, we we try to listen to Charles Stanley and uh, yeah. Anyway, they're they're just boy, God has blessed us, has He not, with with some re- really fine, upstanding Christian people who write uh, to edify us, to help us, to learn how to follow God in better ways. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. I I mean, we can go on and on with the different titles. A.W. Toes are just, just oh, yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal writers. Um, I do have one other question, um, and the question is, what scripture reference do you love the most? Like, it's your favorite. I know that's a hard question, but which one is your favorite? You know, when when I was a youngster, I accepted Christ uh, very early in age. Um, but uh, when I was a youngster, I I took on as my life verse is what we used to call it back then. I, um, I've been around a few years. <laughs> um, yeah, Philippians one six, 
being confident of this very thing, that he who hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. And, and that's been um, my guiding principle, if you will, uh, throughout my years, through all those, out the, all those various uh, career, uh, career choices I made, um, certainly during the years uh, Mary and I were uh, in missions, uh, the years that I've been teaching, I, I taught for another 17 years. Um, you know, that's been a, just a guiding principle, a guiding force, perhaps, that um, I can be confident of this that Christ is never going to give up on me, that he's going to be there to guide me, to help me, um, and to correct me when I need to be corrected as well. And so I can trust that. I can rely on it. And I know that it's true. And so, yeah, that's that's my overall uh, favorite verse, yeah. Amen, amen. That one, yes, he is awesome. I, I know he's been awesome in my life, and um, and I know he's been awesome in yours as well. Um, can you last part? Can you tell us your title of your book again, and how people can purchase and how they can connect with you? All righty, yeah, I sure can. The title of the book is Flying Solo. And it is a book about flying. Um, the, the the young guy, Chris, wants to become an airline pilot, and that's what he's striving through, for throughout the book. Um, the follow-up at this point, I have a working title of Born to Fly for the sequel. I haven't thought about the, the third book yet, so I don't know what that's going to be. I can be found on the web at jkweller.com. That's j-k-w-e-l-l-e-r.com. I can be found at Instagram at jkweller, on Facebook at jkweller, <laughs> Um, on Facebook, I also uh, do uh, gourd art, and so I have to be careful with the Instagram and the Facebook because if they get anything beyond the J.K. Weller, they'll probably end up at my at my um, gourd art site. Uh, and on Amazon at Amazon.com forward slash author forward slash course corrections and of course no space is uh, any place in that uh, again the uh, the book says on it that it's uh, for young adults and it certainly is but uh, others have told me that it's almost ageless that um, most anybody can pick it up and enjoy reading through it um, in fact, on the back of the book, it says, you'll smile, gasp, and shed some tears. In the end, you'll find hope. And that's 
my objective is that people will find hope. Amen. Thank you for sharing. I truly enjoyed you. You you truly blessed me um, today, and um, thank you for coming on the show. We're going to go ahead and pray out. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for your man of God. We thank you, Lord, that you will continue to bless him, bless his household, bless his family, God, and continue to cause him to soar to send the gospel to the four corners of the earth. Father, we thank you for who you are in our lives. We thank you, O oh God, for what you are going to do through Mr. Weller. Father, we bless you and we pray for those that are listening, that hope will come to their heart, that you will remove the stony places, that they will come into the knowledge of who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for that prayer, Pastor. Oh, you're and th- welcome. And thank you for inviting me to be on your show today. It's It's been my privilege, truly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you those for those that are listening. We thank you for tuning in to Hope in Christ with Denise here on Kingdom Influencers Broadcast. Continue to place your hope in the only hope there is, Christ our Lord.